Hello, and welcome to a cautionary episode of <laughs> oh. We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts, and I am today celebrating four years of changing my life. Hey, and congratulations. It is literally today. And with me wow. uh, is... Donald Weigel. Hello. Hi. You've I, lost weight, right? I am one of the hosts of We Only Look Thin, and I have lost a little over 100 pounds. Congratulations. And uh, I, I don't remember my anniversary date, though. I think it was December, so it's like, I think it's about a little over two years of hitting my goal. Well, today, I, it's not four years of hitting my goal. It's the fourth year of being the most depressed and lost in my entire life. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> DJ Airhorn. <laughs> uh, I know I talk about it uh, often, so it seems like it's weird that it's four years ago, but four years ago, went back to work and tried to fit into a pair of size 22 jeans that I was convinced were going to rip yeah. uh, while I was at work, so I put on a long sweater to cover Madupa, as they say in, <laughs> uh, in Poland, um, and I literally thought I was going to rip my pants, and I was sitting in my car waiting to go into the office, and uh, I knew I had to change my life somehow. Like I I was tired of living in this circle of depression and anger and um and I finally just decided I needed to do something and that is when I realized that the voices in my head were not suitable for weight loss and so I started listening to weight loss podcasts. Ah, and uh, I If you're listening to weight loss podcasts, you're doing the right you're thing. You're doing the right thing. Let me tell you. Uh but uh I just decided I wasn't going to give up no matter what, and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Listen to <laughs> Cut to four years later, and you're down 100 pounds. It's so simple. So, uh, so yeah, so four years ago, I just knew I couldn't give up, and uh, I didn't, and I haven't yet, but it takes constant vigilance, and I know we talk about it a lot on the podcast, um, but uh, we're going to talk today about sort of the the rules that we still live by, the code uh, yeah. that we still live by. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. A little Mandalorian um, for you. Yeah, uh, but uh, but before we talk about ourselves- We're actually going to do a tip of the week. Tao! everybody. Back, tip and of the guess week. what? A product of the week. Tao! It's just like the good old days. Yeah. Long-time Fun. listeners will- uh, we'll know what those are. If you're a new listener to the show, welcome. Welcome. A tau is a tip of the week and it, a pow is a product of the week. Exactly. And if you're a uh, a longtime listener of the show, also welcome. And if you're someone who's just sort of in the middle, welcome to welcome. you as well. <laughs> anybody, anybody who thinks they're listening to Joe Rogan, welcome to you also for some <laughs> exactly. reason. Exactly. For some reason, I'm not you sure we have the, the same audience. Uh, but uh, anyway, but we're going to start with a tip of the week. Tow! Tow! Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you, darling. Uh, so this is a tip that I literally just invoked uh, on my own self. Yeah. And the tip of the week is to right now delete an app that is stressful to you, unfollow someone on social media who yeah. stresses you out, throw out an article of clothing from 1999 that you swore you were going to fit into. Yeah. Remove one thing from your life that is stressing you out, that is not serving your journey, that every time you look at it, you kind of get that sick feeling in your stomach of either being less than or competitive or even if it, you know, with like an article of clothing, if which I actually have a pair of pants that I think I might need to let go of because yeah. I bought them 
18 months ago and they still don't fit. So I think I might need to just say goodbye. Yeah, if they're and- not if they're not doing you any favors, if they're just stressing you out, like maybe get rid of it. Yeah. Do you have anything that you need to get rid of or is your life perfect? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. I don't uh I don't tend to hang on to uh clothes that are making me feel bad. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess there's me. I do. Uh, No, but I I don't know. I do have one. I do have like one Target t shirt that for some reason, even though it's my size, uh, is a little snug on me that I'm, I maybe I should get it. Yeah, I have a couple of shirts that are in the juniors department that I don't think if I see kids at our daughter's school wearing the same shirt as me, like a Smokey the Bear shirt, maybe need to get rid of the Smokey the Bear shirt because I'm 45. I don't know. Well, my shirt is a Star Wars t shirt. So, and I'm 50. You're 50. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I put it on a couple of weeks ago and it was a little snug. And so I didn't actually wear it. There are certain things that, like, I I bought uh, a, a shirt that was on sale and it fit me and so i feel weird about getting rid of it but it like i don't really like it but it fit and so i got to get rid of it so i'm gonna get rid of some stuff today uh but we're not getting rid of the tip of the week no or maybe you've got you know maybe there's like a treat in your cabinet that's really stressing you out and you're trying to talk yourself out of you know not just eating the whole thing to get it out of the house why don't you just just get rid of it i know i i got rid of uh my sister's cookies that she sent us and someone in molt place w-o-l-t place don't get rid of that (laughs) uh was like oh doesn't that hurt your sister's feelings and one she doesn't know what podcast are two, two she's not on the internet not her business and she doesn't have a webcam in the cookie jar to yeah. see what i'm doing with the cookies uh so uh, they serve their purpose of getting them out of the house so that is our tip of the week tip of the week to you Tow. and just to tie a bow on that like if your sister sends you cookies and you need to throw them away you can just tell her they were delicious and that you appreciated them and move on yep it's okay to lie and that's your tip of the week. Ciao. Tip of the week. I to tried you. to end the tip of the week like three times. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to put a bow on your bow. I'm going to class it up one more step. I'm going to tie a little bit of uh, potpourri to, to the ribbon. On. I know it's now, you know, approaching the middle of January, but I'm still trying to hold on to the uh, to the Christmas season by wrapping things in bows. Yeah, we uh, we try to hold Christmas in our hearts all year round. Uh, but speaking of Christmas, uh, we are actually going to move on to a very special Christmas movie. Some might say it's not a Christmas movie. We're not talking about Die Hard. Yeah. But another Christmas movie that we think is germane for the month of January. Yeah, so we uh, our, our daughter brought up in December uh, the idea of watching Gremlins, um, which, believe it or not, could be a Christmas movie. I I think there may be even some internet debate about this because it takes place during Christmas. the, the the original gremlin Mogwai Mogli is Mogwai yeah. is a, is a gremlin and he goes to Nakatomi Plaza to get his wife oh no wait that's die hard yeah and then he fights Alan Rickman I pr- for some I promise reason. I promise we're making a point here with gremlins um but we were we're watching gremlins um I assume everybody out there knows what this is but essentially you know this uh struggling inventor brings home this fascinating animal creature. Um, and the creature has three very distinct rules. Which is really funny because he, he gets it from a tiny shop in Chinatown and there's a voiceover. It's not even like, here are the rules before you even like pet yeah. this little thing. Here are the rules in writing. It's a voiceover of, and don't forget. Yeah. And just watching it again, it almost made me think that like they, they shot the movie and then they were like, we forgot 
to show the scene, we forgot to shoot the scene where he actually gives him the rules. So the, they're the very rules are done important. as a yeah, as a voiceover. It is an afterthought. So the idea is this creature, you're never supposed to expose it to bright light, uh, never get it wet, and never, never feed it after midnight. Right, but like he's There's never two, two nevers in there, and the second one is like it's never, never feed it after midnight. Right, there are three rules. That's all you got to do is yeah. three rules. Turns out humans are more complicated than that. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and even in, like, it seems really simple, like, just follow those three rules. Well, of course, the kid who gets the gremlin for Christmas, like, does not follow the rules. Like, and, in a day. Yeah. He blows it all. Right. And so it unleashes this, like, legion of horrible, awful creatures upon a small town who then, you know, um, uh, wreak havoc upon it and, you know, destroy Christmas so, decorations and people and... So we are big fans of analogies. We're big fans of throwbacks. And instead of considering gremlins as being the result of not following these, think of growing fat cells as yeah. sort of our version of gremlins. Yeah. So when you are on your weight loss and fitness adventure or journey, uh, whatever you prefer, um, what are the rules that you need to stick by? Um, what are the things that you know about yourself that, or maybe you haven't even acknowledged about yourself, but you're, you're struggling to figure out? Um, we thought, what if people came with these warning labels? You know, what if somebody could, in a voiceover, you know, tell <laughs> Don't us. Don't forget, here are the 50 <laughs> things you have to do to keep Catherine not so I think we're going to do we're going to actually do this in two parts. Um we have come up with uh rules for ourselves that we know we need to follow in order to, you know, it helped us lose 100 pounds and it's helping us to maintain 100 pound weight loss. And um what are these rules? So we thought going over the rules for ourselves, maybe you would identify with some of them or maybe you could start thinking to yourself about what your rules are, even if your rules are different from ours. Well, and here's the thing. We have been I've been on this path for four years now, and I I think one of the biggest changes in myself is my own self-awareness. I used to be a victim of so much circumstance, and we've talked about that before. Yeah. But understanding how quickly I'm able to trick myself into old ways and to justify bad choices oh, for because sure. of circumstance, it still happens even after losing all this weight. I'm uh, I'm up on the scale um, a little bit from last year, which I've talked about before, and I posted a picture in Molt Place um, of my start weight for January of 2020. And uh, it's about five pounds heavier than uh, I would like to be. So one woman in Wool Place said, well, how does that five pounds matter to you? Because you still fit into your pants. And, you know, and like technically your life is basically still the same. Those five pounds represent an erosion of my habits. Right. So um, this list kind of was born out of that. Uh, that kind of self-awareness of like, when I tell myself this, I'm lying. And we've done episodes before about that slippery slope. Uh, we did one called Breaking Bad about that, that sort of, you know, making a bad habit the new normal or yeah. making, you know, making that five pounds the new normal. And look, is five pounds really that big of a deal? No. But then what about the next five pounds? Right. And so, then the next five pounds after that. And then before you know it, you know, we no longer even look thin. 
Right. And because right now I'm at a higher weight than I was a year ago. And it's only five pounds, not a big deal. But if I settle in at this weight, and then another holiday comes around, and then I go up another five, and then that becomes the new normal, it's not going to be good for us. So um, so we sort of have some guidelines for ourselves. Uh, some are very practical, and some are more metaphorical. Uh, but we're going to tag team it. We've got lots of exciting and interesting things to say. I wish there were only three rules for me. Yeah. Like, don't get me wet. Yeah. Like, that's nice. Yeah. In fact, I actually, I wish the rules were just the gremlins rules for myself. <laughs> like, don't expose me to bright light. I much prefer being he inside does. watching television. Oh, my gosh. He would sit in the dark <laughs> all the time. Don't don't feed me after midnight, which actually right. is Good. probably yeah, an, actual, kind of... an actual rule. And Wait, then don't get are, me wet. <laughs> gremlins are people. Can you imagine how much free time I would have if I never had a shower? <laughs> Yeah, you'd have more time to sit in the dark watching <laughs> 80s movies. I'm just sitting in the dark, not showering. Oh, my gosh. I went out one day. I can't remember when it was and came home like eight hours later. And you and our daughter were still in pajamas in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they would go Thanks fallow. for calling me out. Thanks they for calling me out. They would go fallow. So Appreciate why don't we, it. we're 90 minutes into the show. Why don't we uh, get started on uh, on on tag teaming some uh, some self knowledge? Yeah. So my my first rule actually is never feed me after 9:30 p.m. Yeah. And and you know keep in mind there are definitely exceptions to this. There are times when I am uh, stuck at work till you know all night sometimes uh, when we shoot nights, um, but. I am stuck at work really late and I, I, you know, I can't possibly be up for hours and hours without eating anything. But generally, never eat after 9.30 p.m. is a good rule for me because I'm just not making good choices right. at that point. And really, I should be going to bed at that point anyway, which I know sounds crazy to some people. But, you know, I don't make great – I'm not opting for carrot sticks, you know, or steamed cauliflower at, you know, 10, 10.30 at night. Like, it's it's candy. It's cookies. It's like – it's all of the things that I shouldn't be binging on. Well, and for me, too, 8 o'clock is kind of my uh, my cutoff. Don't feed me after 8 p.m., with the exception of like last night, we went to see a movie. We ended up not eating dinner until eight o'clock. Yeah. And I budgeted into my calories having some treats at 845. And that was a justifiable, like, I'm, I'm still hitting my goal. But anytime it's after eight o'clock and I just go back in and go like, oh, I'll just have one more. I'll just have one more. Eight, like Donald said, it's never cauliflower. So think about yourself. When do you stop making healthy choices? Because as the day goes on, our resolve goes down and our uh, motivation in the morning isn't what it is at night. So, yeah, uh, for sure. So close that kitchen. When do you turn into – wait, what happens when they eat food? Then they multiply? No, that's when they turn into the the terrible, the evil oh, gremlins. Yeah, when they eat the food. That's kind of yeah. hitting close to home. Yeah, they multiply when they get wet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, um, and this leads me to my, my second rule for myself, which is the converse. And it took me a long, long time to come up with this, but it's never eat before 2 p.m. And um, I know, again, this sounds crazy to a lot of people, and I am not truly doing intermittent fasting. I didn't even know what that was when I started doing this. I just sort of came upon this myself. But 
I have found that if I start eating first thing in the morning when I get up, I just end up eating more calories. And for whatever reason, I'm not as hungry in the morning. And so I try and take advantage of that and wait until the afternoon to have my first meal. And it it started with, let's just see if I can wait until, you know, like 11 or, or noon. And then I found that if I waited until 2, um, to eat my first meal that I I was really living my best life that way. I start eating at two o'clock and then I eat hourly after that and then, you know, have my dinner around seven, seven thirty. And um, I find that I'm really able to manage my calories best when I do that. And if I start eating early, it's much, much easier for me to go over because it's much harder to stop eating. Well, and I think for our fine listeners out there, understanding what works for you. There are some people who really need to eat something first thing in the morning, but recognize, come on, you're, let's just name ages. You're 30 years old. You're 40 years old. You're 50 <laughs> years old. You're 60 years old. You're We're naming 42. numbers. You're 42. You're 47. Um, it would be really creepy if we like individually made podcasts for like, <laughs> all right, Jennifer, I'm talking to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, do a little internet trolling, figure out what their weaknesses are. I like uh, it. That's a little creepy. Uh, but Really understanding yourself and looking at those loopholes and excuses that you make for yourself. There are people who, if they thought about waiting until two o'clock to eat, would go crazy. Like for me, I eat a little bit earlier, but not too much. Yeah. But if you're a person who is like, I have to have breakfast, and if I skip breakfast, it's all over, then that is awesome. Don isn't saying, don't eat until two o'clock. These are just rules for him. Rules for me. Like if you were going to buy me in Chinatown and bring me home. <laughs> in a box for your kid? <laughs> in a box for your kid. That would be a really bad. Super chill. That would be a terrible Babies Christmas were gift. a different time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I've done a lot of uh, talking so far, darling. What are some of your rules? Uh, How was yeah, that for a transition? That it sounded was very really natural. organic and good. Um <laughs> So one thing, the first thing I I wrote down was I cannot trust myself to only eat half of what's on my plate. Oh, yeah. If it's there, I will eat it. If I order something at a restaurant, I went out for breakfast the other day, uh, went out to a restaurant, ordered a a delightful breakfast, and I told myself as it hit hit the table, I'll only eat half of this. She lied to herself. I ended up eating. I I left a like a a small bite of food left just so that I didn't seem like I was going to yeah, lift the plate. Just in so front you of, could convince yourself that you didn't right, actually a, eat, it, eat it all. A polite portion. But if it is on my plate, I'm going to eat it. And fooling myself and thinking otherwise, there might be times, magical times, that I only eat half and then I feel like I'm the best, most inspirational person in the world. But out of 10 times, seven of the times I'll eat everything that's on my plate. So not fooling myself and just knowing if it's on the plate, there's a very good chance that my willpower will not be such that I can, I can um, only eat half. Yeah. So I could ask for a smaller portion. I could plan to just eat the whole portion, knowing that that's probably what's going to happen and stop lying to myself about it. Yeah. Um, I could uh, bag up half of it and then throw it in the trash. But Honestly, if it's on my plate. Sometimes at restaurants, you can actually ask them to just bring you a half portion. Yeah. You know. Or like, to be honest, I ordered breakfast with eggs and bacon and pancakes. I did not need three pancakes. I could have said, hey, 
only put one pancake on the plate. Right. That would have been a better Charge solution. Charge me for three. Charge because, me for three. Because they'll they'll get weird. Charge about that, me for but, six. Yeah. But only bring me one. Because I know I know it only comes with three. <laughs> Charge me for six, but bring me one. Bring me one. Um Another one is, and this is big, especially when we go away, never leave my cupboards too empty or too full. If like we went on vacation and came back and there was nothing in the refrigerator yeah. and we ended up getting takeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my instinct for the next day was to get takeout. Take out. And we yeah. ended up uh, getting a food delivery service or grocery I like deliveries. saying takeout. Take but- that like if it if the cupboards are empty and sure there's you know the food that you buy that like you don't actually ever intend on eating like right. oh there's canned soup I don't want to eat canned soup <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that's sad I'm not gonna eat that I'm gonna get takeout yeah. or if I buy so much food that I cannot get past the first wall of food right. and I'm like I know there's chicken in there but I don't know where it is and it's too yeah, much effort I have pre-sliced apples in there somewhere but I'm uh, not I'm not hard. digging for all that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so kind of like a Goldilocks, too full, uh, too empty, just right, uh, because that just leads to takeout. Another one, a big one for me, is to never trust myself when I say I will do it later. Oh. If I say I will get on the rebounder later, I will do yoga later, I will track my food later, I will – uh, you know, meal prep later. I'm, I never am more energized at six o'clock at night. Like yeah. it's never like, oh man, I'm getting my second wind, everybody. Yeah, now like, I'm going to really uh, tuck into that. Right. So never trust myself when I'm trying to put something off because that magical time of feeling energized and invigorated, it might come every one in 10 times. But again, it's that law of averages. On average, I have more energy in the morning. Get it done now. Yeah. Don't put it off. Yeah, for sure. Um, so back to me. Um, I uh, I just said that, you know, I don't generally eat till 2 p.m., but if I am going to eat in the morning or really even whatever my first meal of the day is, it should not be carb heavy. Eating cereal, oatmeal, pancakes, waffles, like first thing in the morning, A... I'm going to feel like garbage after that. For whatever reason, like that that carbs first thing just makes me feel terrible. And two, it it could be psychological, but it makes me hungrier and it really sort of triggers that like that, you know, even these things like cereal and oatmeal, they just never seem to fill me up for very long and I just always end up eating much more and soon because I just suddenly am like starving. Well, and I think knowing yourself and, you know, maybe you're the kind of person, because I know people like this, uh, freaks and uh, weirdos. (laughs) 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 Um, If you're a freak or weirdo, we'd like to hear from you. No, but I know people who are like, oh, I made overnight oats and that's my breakfast for the day. And a a week or two ago, I saw someone who was like, oats overnight. And I was like, I'm the kind of person who can eat oats. That'll be delicious. And I was starving 30 minutes later and ended up having a bad day, which isn't to say that 
they weren't it wasn't delicious oatmeal and but look, maybe oatmeal fills you up but i just must always be nice. i just always feel you know like they that old thing they say about chinese food like you're always hungry like an hour later i feel that way with oatmeal all the time or cereal right so know yourself what actually fills you what leads to sabotage uh, donuts are traditionally a breakfast food and even on days where i budget for it like pairing is caring episode yeah um even if i'm like oh well i went and got a car wash and that means i get a donut if i start my day with a donut i end my day terribly like (laughs) i should just end your day with a dozen donuts right but it it happens so even after losing 100 pounds i know now that a donut needs to be saved for after dinner because then i go to sleep and i don't continue the pattern of behavior because a donut Oatmeal, toast, pancakes, it all makes me want more and it makes me forget my uh, my goals for the future. Um, and that ties in nicely to, uh, to my next one, which is never give me a dessert or a super treat before dinner. Yeah. It's, it's always a bad idea for me to have like, uh, I don't need to start naming desserts, uh, which I was about to do, but it's always a bad idea for me to have something like that before dinner because then it becomes so much harder for me to stick to my, you know, healthy, and I even use healthy in air quotes, uh, you know, foods that I eat, but my my high protein, low calorie foods that I eat between 2 p.m. and dinner up to and including dinner. Totally. It's it's much easier for me to uh, to stick to that sort of thing once that floodgate is open. And again, a lot of this is a mental game. But as soon as I have that super tasty treat, then it's like, oh, that was good. I'm going to have another one and another one and another one. Well, and here's the thing. There are podcasters out there. There are weight loss gurus who have absolutes who are like, never do this. Always do that. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I can control myself because I planned it in advance. Right. If I plan a donut in advance, it's going to lead me down a bad path later in the day. Right. And we can say like we're, you know, I don't think we give anyone the illusion that we're perfect weight loss people. But if you see someone else who has like, you should be able to eat a donut in the morning, like you're a grown up. I know that I can't. And I like that's the life I'm living right now. Maybe in five years from now. I will be a person who can have one donut in the morning and be fine. I am not that person now. And understanding who you are today, like who you really are today, it matters. Yeah. And the less we give in to those, I should be able to, while other people can, when we start comparing ourselves to other people's journey or feel less than because we can't control ourselves, that's when we start feeling sorry for ourselves understanding what works for us as our own mogwai, uh, it matters. It really matters. So I'm proud of you for knowing your limitations. Yeah. And part of that, just to piggyback on what you were saying, um, is that part of this rule about not eating any super treats before dinner is not starting those treats until I know bedtime is within sight. Like I'm not going to suddenly stay up for an extra three hours after I've started eating my dessert. Like I know that my bedtime is within an hour, hour and a half, something like that before I start really eating anything treat-like. Because if I know I'm going to be up for several more hours after I eat my dessert, then I know I'm just going to keep eating desserts and I'm going to really try and talk myself into having more. Yeah. Oh, you've had a hard day. Like you can have another one. Oh, you've 
you've you know had five days in a row on your calories you know you could have you know four or five extra desserts tonight it'll be fine like all those sort of things i i talk myself into totally and one thing that ties into evening time is don't undersleep don't stay up late watching YouTube videos, scrolling Instagram, watching Seinfeld, our beloved show, because the way I end today is going to determine how I start tomorrow. And knowing that about myself, going to bed, I mean, even our daughter's out of town right now. Yeah. We were in bed by a cool 9.30 last night. We sure were. <laughs> we like we to are rock the super party. party animals. We are. Nobody but, is cooler than us. But if I stayed up super late, it would lead to me sleeping in, which would lead to me not rebounding, which would lead to me not, you know, like, oh, well, let's just grab breakfast. We already are too tired. So really knowing that I need solid sleep, uh, it really does matter because it does today determines how we start tomorrow. And if I stay up late, like Donald said, I yeah. just want to eat more. Um, another one is never test my own resolve. Whenever, oh, yeah. whenever I try to test, like, you know what? I should be able to buy a dozen full-size candy bars for our- I have lost over 100 pounds. Certainly, I am somebody who could have a dozen full-size candy bars in the house and not eat them all. I mean, I know in the past it's led to me binging, but I'm sure this time- it won't. Yeah. And it's always for me that like for three days, it's fine. For three days, I have one Twix and one Snickers and I portion them out and I yeah. feel like I'm a magic person. Like I have the best resolve. And then something happens on Thursday right. and I'm tired. And You have a bad day. You have a confrontation with somebody at work. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or like I, I will also be like, well, I know it's lunchtime. And I have the calories, so why don't I just have a Snickers now <laughs> oh boy. and see if I'm fine? Like, when I test myself like that, it ends in a dumpster fire. And yeah. it happens all the time. So it's two or three days are fine, and then it goes all downhill. Like, so not testing my resolve. Yeah, with- but it's just like gremlins. Like, even though you know all of these rules, you still... Still talk yourself into it sometimes because deep down you really want to have that Snickers bar. Well, and if I if I do something like, okay, well, you know what? I'll just bake this and see if it's fine. Like I'll just yeah. – I should be able to to control myself. I should just be able to have one snack, one sweet, one donut. Exactly. Like – and it never goes well. No. Nope. Or, or it goes well once and I, I act like I'm fixed, which is a lie. And then I go back to my old habits. So wait for, I have to wait for my treats until after I eat and I have, they have to be pre-planned and I can't go and like tell myself I'll just have one more. Like even after all this time, I know that that is still true. And I think one last thing for me is, and it, it kind of ties into this and and Donald called me out on it and he, he used this word. Uh, So I'm going to use it too. Uh, Never lurk in the kitchen. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is something I totally do. Like, if I tell myself, like, I'm going to go do dishes in the kitchen. I'm going to go clean up the leftovers. Oh, I'll yeah. Take she's, you- she's a kitchen lurker. Especially I am a lurker. <laughs> oh, I'll take the dishes into the kitchen. So Sometimes I, like, I, I she's out there trying to wait for me to get out of the kitchen. And I'm like, oh, boy, I know what's happening as soon as I leave this kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... I know that acting altruistic and being like, I'll do the dishes. Yeah. I'll get your lunch Why ready. Why don't you let me fill the 
Brita filter, you know, the Brita pitcher. (laughs) So I just cannot keep myself in proximity of the kitchen after dinner. Like dishes need to wait until the morning. Cleanup needs to wait until the morning. I mean, or put dishes, you know, put food away while I'm cooking so that it's not sitting out on the counter. But my instinct to have like one rogue chicken nugget off of our daughter's plate or one last taste of whatever, it is still as strong as it was four years ago. So me lurking quietly, if I'm quiet in the kitchen and you don't hear me talking basically you yeah. can just assume that i'm secret eating behind the cupboard door because because <laughs> that's what i'm doing that's why i'm podcasting right now to yeah. ensure that i'm not lurking just to in the kitchen. not secret eat that's why we podcast um so my next one is never tell me the odds oh no wait that's han solo's <laughs> what? list of things never to do you know he's like never tell me the odds and empire strikes back okay never mind i'll move on sorry um, never Listen. I was too busy looking at Luke in Empire at the time. So oh, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. Believe I was, me, I, I, get I it. was on Team Luke. Not sure I am now. Yeah. Um, never just listen to my body. And, and oh, I, no. I actually put that in quotes like on oh, my Oh, my God. It bothers me when sheet. people are like, I just listen to my body. My body is a lying my liar. My body is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> my body tells me to eat all the food, all the time. Oh, my gosh. I have to track, track, and track my calories. Oh, my gosh. That is what I have to do. I can't just feel it out. I can't just guess. I can't just, you know... You know, eat till oh I'm satisfied. Gosh. You know what I like, could really? I feel like my body really needs pancakes right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My body's craving it. I mean, I don't want them, but my body really. Yeah, wants my them. body friggin' lies. It has let me down so long. Anyway, exactly. Um, never wear white after Labor Day. <laughs> I just really don't. You're, she's giving me a look. I don't understand. Anyway, um, okay. Never, <laughs> I know we've basically already done this one, but never stay up. This is a rule for me. Never stay up past 10 p.m. Um, I have found, and I cannot stress this enough because I don't think people really think of it, doing my best exercise and making my best food choices requires that I am not dead tired and I need my sleep, so I need to go to bed early and go to bed often and, <laughs> and get enough sleep, get enough sleep, get enough sleep. It really is important to uh, getting down the 100 pounds and maintaining the 100 pounds. It does. Um, for me, not waiting to gain more weight to feel inspired to start losing weight is oh, huge. Yeah. Like over the holidays – didn't track my food. That's a big one that people do, especially right before New Year's. Listen to my dirty lying body and uh, ate more than I needed <laughs> and uh, felt like took a little bit of a run spring up, was up on the scale and not waiting for your future self to be shocked into having to lose weight really matters yeah like not being like well when i hit this weight you know or when i can't fit into my pants then i'll start losing weight yeah, which is what i used to do motivation all the time. is a lie it is too. a lie like, we did an episode called uh called waiting for the motivation bus um at least i think that's what it was called and um i'll link to it in the show notes but all about you know if you have motivation great seize upon it but really it's a lie like it is about doing it when you don't have the motivation yeah. it's about putting those habits in place and doing them every day i have been motivated very few times in the last 4 years but what i have done 
is just built momentum on habits that just seem more natural now than right. they did when I started four years ago. For sure. And I think finally for me, and this is uh, where I'll end it for this episode, which we kind of talked about in the tip of the week. Tell Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. Sorry, like you took me out, caught me off guard with that. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure I keep you frosty. Yeah. Is don't hurt your own feelings on social media. Like, I still do this. I've, I I still have to unfollow people who either make me feel bad about my life, make me feel less than as a podcaster, yeah. make me feel less than as a weight loss uh, inspiration. Like, unfollow people who just make you feel bad about yourself. It is so critical to keep your thoughts and your surroundings safe for yourself. If there are people, relatives who are more prosperous than you or seem to have more exciting lives or whatever, like just unfollow, just unfollow them and keep your space safe because I am so easily derailed by other people's lives. Uh, Please follow We Only Look Thin on uh, on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, we're inspiring. We're not going to make you feel bad. But if it seems like someone else has it all together and you feel less than, unfollow them. I literally, before we started this podcast today, unfollowed someone because I was like, I am tired of feeling that jolt of competitiveness not not healthy competition but like oh boy why should i even bother because they're doing x like just unfollow and please know that just because somebody seems to have it all together and seems to you know you you get jealous of them does not mean that they actually do like social media lies pictures lie they're just snapshots and Catherine and I have lost 100 pounds, uh, over 100 pounds. We've been maintaining it for a couple of years, but our lives are far from perfect. Um, There are pictures on Facebook of our messy coffee table. I mean, I was... I was completely a dumpster fire for a few days over the Christmas holidays, despite all of my talking about not waiting till next year and not using it as an excuse. Like, we are still learning and still growing. And, you know, there are days where I am just hanging by a thread, like that old poster of the cat, like hanging from a tree (laughs) that says, hang in there, baby. Like, I am just grasping to that branch, trying to keep from just losing it completely. And but luckily, I have over the last few years put these habits in place. And I know that if I do have a couple of days like that, it's not the end of the world. And I can get back on my plan and get back to my daily habits and um, not go completely off the rails. Right. And I think for us and any podcast episode that we do is very much for ourselves also. I had to make a list to remind myself of all of the ways I invoke old habits and the ways I trick myself into believing that I'm I'm fixed because I am definitely not. And I am just as likely to lurk in the kitchen now as I was a hundred pounds ago. And it's not calling myself on it and letting those habits like, oh, don't get on the scale. Don't worry about it. You'll yeah. be fine. Like, I'll just weigh myself on Groundhog's Day after January is over. <laughs> like, it all matters. Groundhog's Day is in February. <laughs> so really take some time, if you can, to make a list of your operating instructions. What are your warning signs? What do you know about yourself after all of this time listening to the podcast, after being 
Thirty years old, thirty-one years old. 30. <laughs> what do you know about yourself to be true that might conflict with the people around you, with your family, with your colleagues? How can you better understand yourself and own who you are today? It might change in a year. You might have a different perspective, but your operating instructions now to not turn into a gremlin are critical to your success. Calling yourself out, knowing yourself better—it all matters. And please listen next week.、Uh, I think this is going to wrap up part one of our Gremlins episode. But、uh, please listen next week. We will go into part two and、uh, give you the second half of our、uh, our rules for ourselves. Our do not feed them after midnight <laughs> type rules. Exactly.、Uh, but for now, I think that brings us to our product of the week. Pow! Pow! Everybody! Pow! So a little while since we've done a product of the week, and this one is、um, is a little bit unusual as a product. But、um, Catherine had heard about this movie, and I'm not sure that I had until she told me about it. <laughs> he but... hadn't heard about it until he heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said that earlier. I was like, I didn't know until I knew. That's how、uh, it works. But、uh, over the holiday, we watched the movie. It's an Amazon original. It's on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, it's included with Prime.、Uh, it's an Amazon original called Britney Runs a Marathon. Yeah, and it is about a 30-year-old woman,、uh, or almost 30-year-old, who is、uh, living very indulgently. I can definitely understand that. And、uh, she gets some bad news from her doctor. Didn't you get some bad news from your doctor? I did get some bad news. I got a, a type two diabetes diagnosis, which sort of forced me down this road. And、uh, she gets a,、uh, a stern warning from her doctor about. Fatty liver disease and some other things. Yeah, and her BMI, and, and it's based on a true story, actually, which I didn't know until the end of the movie when they、Spoiler. they show photos of the actual of the、uh, Britney. actual Britney. Yeah, but、uh, it is inspiring. It is a pretty raw view of how.、Uh, Overweight people are viewed. How、yeah. we view ourselves, how we view others, the excuses that we make, and also being able to triumph over them and、uh, start changing your life. So、and、I saw a lot of myself in Brittany. Not the part about running the marathon, but the the you know all of the things that all the lies she was telling herself that got her to her heaviest weight, and you know all of the things that she was doing. That were really putting her in a bad place emotionally and physically. Yeah, I and saw a lot of myself in it, and the victimizing that she did of herself.、Uh, but how she kind of、uh, rose above it, and it、uh, it was very interesting. A、uh, little got a little tearful a few times because so much of it yeah, was super honest. Yeah, some of it hit a little too close to home sometimes too. Yeah, but、uh, but we rebounded、uh, during most of the movie because、we、the、did. idea of sitting on the couch eating food while she was、yeah. running a marathon was not. Uh, what I could do, so we、uh, it was inspiring to get us off our feet, inspiring、so. and got us some steps while we were、uh, watching it. Yeah, so、uh, so give it a watch. It was a it was a fun, lighthearted movie, but also had some serious feels. So that and is and that is our product of the week. Pow, pow, everybody! And that is our episode for this week. We really, really, truly appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much.、Um, if you got something out of this and would like to help us out a little bit. 
we love getting your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. We just got to 300. We got Thank to 300. You. We asked DJ for 300. <laughs> <laughs> we asked for 300 and we got them. Thank you. I know. Thank you who, so much, everybody. Whoever you were, uh, thank you so much. It is uh, such a boost, not only to our own feelings, uh, but it also helps us get uh, more visibility uh, in the podcast. Yeah, world. all of your ratings and reviews uh, increases the chances of people finding us. It helps us grow the podcast and we uh, really appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to find more about us, you can go to our website, uh, weonlylookthin.com. And uh, one of the things you can do there, besides listen to the show, is to uh, click on the Join Our Support Group link and find all about Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, which is our online support group for women. For ladies. Uh, I Donald uh, is an admin in the group. Uh, doesn't doesn't lurk. He just no. more he responds to things if no, someone tags him uh, about pickles. Generally, yeah, yeah. Um, people tag me about pickles all the time. Yeah, <laughs> we made a pickle joke like two years ago, and people. No, no, no. I'm a pickle guy. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll own it. He'll own it. He could pickle that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, it is an online support group for women. Uh, we are a safe place uh, in the world of the internet. Uh, to be super honest about our journeys, our struggles, our successes, and it is just a, a, a super great little community of uh, of people supporting one another. So I need it as much as the people who are in the group, uh, and I'm just so grateful to be on the journey with each of them. So if you'd like to join, find out more there. We have a three-month uh, subscription with a uh, seven-day trial yeah. and a one-month uh, monthly subscription with a three-day trial. So yeah, give it so a go. Yeah, so you got nothing to lose by uh, by signing up. Check it out and see if it's for you. Yeah. Um, you can also find us on the socials uh, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at We Only Look Thin. And one of my New Year's resolutions was to be uh, more present on Twitter, which uh, so far uh, I have been accomplishing. So email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com if you need, uh, if you have anything to share with us, any tips or Yeah, we would uh, love questions. episode ideas, things that, you know, topics you'd like us to cover. And we also will answer questions. Uh, we do respond if you uh, email us. Yeah. So if you're not sure if it's a gremlin lurking in the kitchen or just Catherine <laughs> secret eating, just remember that Donald it's and Catherine. I are, it's me, <laughs> an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.